0: It's been almost a year just shy of it since we welcomed the team at Apple 11 on their IPO. The shares this week traded around the same price after a big run and then getting wrapped up in equity selling these last few months. The shares dipped on the report and bounced back. The CEO returns to us. Adam Ferogi is here. APP is the ticker. Adam, great to have you back on the program. Thank you. Okay, just want to make sure we got Adam's Uh, audio here for a sec, but uh, we'll try again. Hey, Adam, just looking at the response to earnings, a little bit volatile, uh, market dipped uh, and then came back And your shares. Analysts have retooled some of their expectations a bit lower, but on net are still very bullish on your company. I want you to first just remind us your application software and advertising too for mobile apps, correct?
1: Yeah, we've got two parts to our business. We've got a, a games business um, that r- really exists to, to obviously deliver great content to consumers, but get us data back into our system. And then we've got a software business that delivers value to advertisers all over the marketplace of mobile applications. A lot of game developers, um, they use our platform to buy new customers. And the software uses the data from the games to really do a good job delivering Content recommendations in the form of advertisements to consumers on behalf of our advertisers. And that's the part of the business that we've been talking about since we went IPO. The software business has just been crushing it. In 2020, that software business was 200 million. It grew to 670 last year. We're talking about 1.4 billion this year and 2 billion next year. That's a 10 times growth over these four years at a huge
0: amount of scale. And, And we're very excited about where we are right now. Uh, you beat the revenue estimates uh, by about 19 million uh, for this fourth quarter you just reported 793 million analysts were looking for 780 and that income of 31.5 billion and uh, a fell a little bit shy of the expectations or analysts had you uh, for 41 million clearly there's a ton of growth happening here the question the market has been very very uh, intolerant of frankly has been the companies where growth rates might even slow if those rates are still elevated as they are. Can you tell us what type of growth you expect going forward compared to uh, the past year and a half? Yeah, and this was the hard part about our our report and our guidance and, and why
1: there was so much volatility is the street was looking for $3.8 billion of revenue um, this year, yes. and we got it at 3.7, which at face value is a miss but if you looked underneath the hood, you saw that we took the guidance for the games business down 400 million. We took the guidance for the software business up 300 million. Now that software business, as I mentioned, is a triple digit grower this year at huge amounts of scale and a dollar of software revenue is worth much more to us. In fact, typically analysts value the software business at 20 times revenue and the games business is only worth three times revenue. Mm. So if you just do the math, mm-hmm. in a market where people were digesting the report, we would have expected up 10, 20%. Um, and the volatility came from just that headline uh, that, that requires people to then go dig a level deeper against.
0: Adam, the uh, eventual makeup of uh, the revenue, um, as you talk about the profitability of the, uh, of the other side, uh, uh, outside of the, the games and the apps, the, advertising side and the recurring revenue that comes from that uh, as well. What is the, the end goal? Is um, that 70, 80, 100% of, of the business? And what's that interdependency between app engagement and then the marketing and the software side?
1: Yeah, on the app side, really, the, we kicked it off to get data. And now we've got 200 million people playing our games every single month, 40 million daily actives. And we think we've gotten it to the level of scale that we needed to get it to. And we've been talking about this for a while. We don't have to grow the app business to grow the software business. In fact, for the last three quarters, the app business hasn't grown, but the software business has grown 30%, roughly quarter over quarter, each of the last three quarters. And so our goal really is to grow that software business. It's a very high margin, high value business, recurring in nature, um, and high performance for our customers. And so that's what we're really focused on long term we've got a 2 billion dollar games business so for for the software business to be the vast vast majority where we're talking 80% 90% of the revenue it's got to grow to 10 billion dollars but we have talked about the fact that we're very excited about the market we're in and our market position and over the next 10 years if we keep growing at 25 30% year over year we will get to a 10 billion dollar software business that's hugely profitable and that's why we're here working very hard each day.
0: And Adam, just to uh, uh, really like those details, uh, and uh, what I wanna probe even more is the relationship between the app and the game side and the software side. So uh, hypothetically, could you sell and divest uh, or spin off uh, the app and the game side, or do you need the data that you have from that pool of players and users to power the software side? How separate can they get?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, uh, it certainly make my job explaining the the story of the company much easier, but we do need the the first party data. It's valuable. Um, right. we've got the 40 million daily actives that I mentioned on the, on the game side, we see 400 million daily actives on the software side that we're marketing to every day, 2 billion monthly actives playing mobile games where we have an opportunity to serve an advertisement and the systems built, the technology built around both the actual data that we have from the games and then lookalikes around that, where we're predicting a user that we don't know on our own games, what are they gonna do based on the data that we have in our own games? So they're interrelated, um, which obviously makes the narrative a little bit trickier Mm -hmm. when you're talking about two distinct types of revenue that are growing at drastically different rates and the software being so much higher value. But the data from the games is why we have it and, and really why we execute it on that part of the strategy.
0: Well, I, it would seem that uh, as long as the pool of players doesn't shrink dramatically, then it, you know we wouldn't necessarily have to keep up the uh, comparable growth rate on the game side. I don't know. That's just kind of I'm trying to think about the, the logic of um, where then uh, the hard part from the gaming side comes in. Do you have to compete with all the other different types of entertainment? Do you have to make sure that uh, there are... Uh, games that keep people engaged? Do you find that difficult in a world where uh, things get uh, increasingly advanced for gamers?
1: Yeah, just uh, as you touched on, we actually don't have to really grow it much. And that's what what we guided to. And that's what you've seen in our numbers for three straight quarters is that 10% with our software and our predictive capability around lookalikes, has let us go become really good at predicting outcome for the whole audience. And that's why the software business for three straight quarters has grown so much. And we're talking about doubling it then this year and then growing it to 2 billion next year. We don't need the games business to grow. We need it to continue feeding us data, Um, but it's at critical mass where we're in a good place with both sides of the business now.
0: All right, the stock uh, uh, about five bucks away from closing that gap from the earnings sell-off. So uh, the grind back here the last couple of days is, Uh, reclaimed a good uh, chunk of that ground lost. Adam, thanks a lot uh, for walking us through it again. Good to have you back here on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Adam Faroghi is the CEO of AppLovin'.